Hello, hello. Welcome back. We are flying through this week. We're on to day four. We've already talked about some brilliant mindset, nutrition and exercise tips already, which are going to serve you extremely well. And today we're moving back to nutrition. Okay, so we're going to get into nutrition. We're going to get into a much more specific part of nutrition as well. Now, if you are landing here and you maybe have missed some of the previous episodes of these three mini challenges that I'm doing throughout May 2023, then you may want to pop back and check some of those out. I've kind of planned it so that I kind of build each one day by day and it makes sense if you listen to all of them and you put them all together and you can start to make those really simple lifestyle changes and mindset changes that we've been talking about throughout this. So I definitely would say if you haven't listened to previous Elevate episodes, go back, have a listen to those. And certainly if you haven't listened to any of the week three ones, any of the Nourish Your Body ones, then then go back and listen to those first before you move on to this one. Now, if you are all caught up, then today we're going to be talking all about breakfast. We kind of touched on this on day two, but I really wanted to expand on that today because I think that, you know, breakfast really is the most important meal of the day. But I think the first thing to say about that is it doesn't actually matter what time you have your breakfast, right? This isn't saying to you, right, you must get up and at 7am in the morning have breakfast. That is a non-negotiable. That is not what I'm saying, right? We're all different. Some of us just don't like eating first thing in the morning. That's totally fine. Some people don't eat until mid-morning and things like that. I personally usually eat maybe about half eight, nine o'clock. So an hour, hour and a half after I've got up. So don't feel like this means you've got to suddenly start having an early breakfast. You do not. What this is really about is about the first thing that you eat in a day, because the first thing that you eat in a day is going to set you up for the rest of it. And breakfast is usually the place that I start with my clients. When I'm making nutrition changes with my clients, this is where I pretty much always start, because I think that if you nail this, the rest is going to follow much more easily. And on top of that, we have a bit more energy at that time of day to make good choices. Now, what usually happens in life is that breakfast is rushed, right? We're busy, we're getting up, we're getting ready, we're, you know, maybe we've got up a little bit late, if you're anything like me, because <laughs> I am a late person. You've got up a bit late, you're rushing around, you're getting yourself ready for work, you're getting the kids ready to go to school, etc., etc., etc. And so breakfast doesn't always get considered. It just is something that has to happen and it has to happen quickly kind of thing. However, we do tend to have more energy at that time of the day to actually make good choices. So it's a, it's a really good place to start because of that. We also need less willpower in the morning. We're usually refreshed. We've had some sleep. We've got a little bit of energy. And so we don't need as much willpower to make changes to breakfast, unlike later in the day when we, we've maybe been busy, we've maybe had to make lots of other choices and our willpower has been drained, right? Also, starting well gives us the impetus to continue well. If we've started really well with breakfast, then it's much, much easier to keep that good habit going throughout the rest of your day. Another reason I start with breakfast is because blood sugar balance, particularly at this time of day, is vital. You know, we touched on this briefly the other day, but, you know, what we don't want to do is set ourselves up on that blood sugar roller coaster from, you know, from the first moment of the day, from the first meal that we eat from the day. And the problem is that a lot of what we do eat for breakfast, the cereals, the toast and jam and things like that, they are definitely setting us off on that blood sugar roller coaster. And what that means is that we then crave during the day, we crave sugar, we crave carbs, we crave, 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 and we feel like we're spending the rest of the day trying to satisfy that craving and, and we set ourselves up on that, that kind of roller coaster straight away. 
And like I say, you know, breakfast usually is where we don't set ourselves up very well. We don't balance our blood sugar very well. So what are we talking about here? I'm going to give you some examples, some ideas um, in a bit and give you a little research project to do as well for yourselves. But what are the things that we're looking out for with breakfast? Now, like I said, a lot of choices around breakfast, our traditional breakfast items are cereal and toast. Okay. They are carbs. They are pretty much purely carbs. And there's nothing wrong with carbs, by the way. We can have carbs for breakfast for sure. But the problem with these items is that it's mostly carbs, right? And carbs hit the system very quickly. They get digested very quickly. They spike the blood sugar very quickly. And, you know, particularly when you're talking about the more processed cereals and things like that, you know, ones that have got maybe nuts and oats and stuff in, they're going to be a little bit better. But, you know, a lot of cereals are quite heavily processed and they are just going to hit the system really, really quickly. So what we want to be thinking about with breakfast is including protein. That's a definite must. You've got to include some protein because when you combine carbs and protein, it slows down the absorption of the carbs as well. Okay. Protein is also going to keep you fuller for longer. It's going to keep you more satisfied. It takes longer for our body to digest protein than it does anything else. Okay. So definitely include some protein in your breakfast. Include a little bit of fat. Again, fat keeps you full, makes you feel full, makes you feel satisfied. So we don't want to be scared of that. We want to include a little bit of fat. We want to maybe think about reducing the starchy carbs. When I say starchy carbs, I mean, you know, things like our our bread and, you know, refined carbohydrates, the cereals and things like we need to try and reduce or avoid that sugar first thing in the morning because it's, you know, it's really not doing us any favours. And then also add some fibre, some fruit, even some veg if you can. And I'll talk to you about how you can do that as well. So adding all of those things, the protein, the fat, the fibre, the fruit slash veg, and then reducing the kind of starchy carb content is a really, really good way to start your day. And like I say, I'm not saying cut out carbs altogether. You don't have to do that, but just getting it more balanced with those other things as well. So that sounds all very well and good in practice, but you're like, okay, (laughs) what does that actually mean? What does that mean? How would that look on my plate in the morning? So I have got five very simple, easy ideas for you. Okay. So number one, Greek yogurt with oats, pumpkin seeds, and blueberries. Okay. So we've got protein there. We've got a little bit of fat. We've got some slow release carbs, slower release carbs with the oats. We've got pumpkin seeds, which, you know, are an amazing source of, of all sorts of things, including protein and fat. And then blueberries, just to add those antioxidants in as well. So the, the kind of the dark berries are really, really good for you. So those are all really good options together. Or you could have Greek yogurt with maybe blueberries and some low sugar granola. You could add nuts to it as well. So experiment, like this is your opportunity to try lots of different things and see what, what works for you. Um, the second idea, a smoothie. So you can use protein powder if you wish, but you can have Greek yogurt, peanut butter, cocoa or cacao powder, uh, milk in there, fruit in there as well. Like the fruit will add the sweetness. So again, you can just get frozen fruit. Um, that's what we get for our smoothies at home and, you know, chuck a bit of that in there and that's going to really uh, you know, make it taste delicious and also give you kind of that fibre element as well. Um, you can also add a bit of spinach in there. So that's a way of getting veg in, like from literally the start of your day. And I know that you're like, oh God, spinach and that. But I promise you, if you've got all the other things in, you're not going to taste the spinach and it'll be a really, really, really good addition. So a smoothie is a good option. Eggs, of course. Now, I don't have eggs a lot during the week, but I will have them more at the weekends, definitely when I've got a little bit more time. 
But that said, scrambled eggs in a frying pan, it takes like one minute. It's really not that much of a, a hassle to do. So eggs with things like salmon, avocado, and some whole grain or rye bread. Rye bread's a good option because you're going to absorb that much more slowly than, you know, white bread, for example. So eggs are a really good option. Overnight oats. And so this is basically a cold porridge, <laughs> which sounds disgusting, right? But it's not. Uh, I love overnight oats. I really like it. One of my children likes it. The other one, not so much, but one of my children definitely really likes overnight oats as well. So it's basically just soaking oats in milk overnight. And then again, you can add all sorts to it. I usually add things like peanut butter, again, berries, you know, as we get into the summer, maybe strawberries, things like that, nuts, seeds. So adding stuff to it because one of the things that you need to know about oats is that they can hit the system very quickly. So if, for example, you have porridge with a bit of honey for your breakfast, that's going to give you a really big spike. Okay. So it's not to say don't have porridge or have overnight oats, but you've got to add to it. You've got to add some nuts, some seeds, some peanut butter, something like that, that is going to slow down the absorption a little bit and just add that extra nutrition to it. And then the final thing is a chia pudding. Now, when I do my Nail Your Nutrition reset, so I do this 28-day reset uh, every couple of months, chia pudding divides people. <laughs> I'm going to be honest about that. Some people absolutely love it. And some people are like, no, it's really not for me. Thank you very much. So that's fine. But I, you know, give it a try. Give it a try. I happen to really, really like it. You know, I've made chia puddings with um, things like coconut milk and stuff. And again, you can sort of blend up some frozen strawberries and stuff and mix that in with it. And that's really nice. So chia pudding can be really good. But like I say, I'm being transparent here. It's a bit of a love or hate it situation. Okay. Some people just are not loving it. Other people absolutely love it. So it's another option. And chia seeds are really good. They're full of protein. You know, they're a really, really good option for you. And essentially, again, you soak them overnight. So you pop it in the fridge the night before you soak it in milk or coconut milk or something overnight. And they kind of plump up and, and sort of create this, yeah, this pudding type texture, which some people do not enjoy, <laughs> but which I love. Um, so a chia pudding is another good option for you as well. And, you know, just do a quick search online. A quick search for healthy breakfasts is going to give you tons and tons and tons of ideas that you can use. And I always suggest that you maybe start with adding just one or two new things into your repertoire. So, you know, maybe you go, right, okay, so this week I'm going to try overnight oats a couple of days. And that's, you know, one new thing that you add into your repertoire. And then the next week you're like, okay, so I've got the overnight oats now. Maybe I'm going to try the Greek yogurt on a couple of other days. And I think, you know, with breakfast, we don't always feel like you've got to have something different every single day, right? You don't mind it if you have the same thing three or four days, but just gradually add to that repertoire. And, and then you get to a point where you've got two or three or four breakfasts and you can just rotate them. Okay. So don't make it overcomplicated. It can be really easy. Find those, you know, favorite few things and start to rotate through them. So with all of that said, how do you think you can start to make a couple of changes to your breakfast and set yourself up really well for the rest of your day? Go do, this is like your research project, right? Go do your research, go do a little search online. Go, I mean, I've given you some ideas there, but I mean, you know, there's so many ideas out there, so many ideas for healthy breakfasts around the kind of overnight oats and the chia puddings and all of those and smoothies as well. So do go do a search for those. And of course, you can also look out for my 28-day nutrition resets, which I do, like I say, every couple of months, I do one of those. You get all of your nutrition plans, you get all of your recipes that you're going to need for the four weeks. And it's a really good way of just 
doing it without actually having to think about it very much because all the thinking has been done for you. So keep your eyes peeled for that because there will be another one coming very, very soon. Right. Okay. I'm going to leave it there for today. We're almost done now. We've got day five tomorrow. This is the absolute last and final day of this Elevate Challenge. And I can't wait to see you there. 